<laughs> it's always really tight, and he's got a tongue on him. <laughs> this is your brain. This is hops. This is your brain on hops. Any questions? Welcome back to Your Brain on Hops. Thank you guys for joining us yet again for another fun-filled episode. Uh, Alex, how are you doing? Uh, doing very well. How are you? I'm doing well. Glad to be back here. Or what We're in a new location today. Uh, we are at Bottle Rocket Beer Reserve uh, because Logan has so graciously invited us. How are you doing, Logan? Good, good, good. Good to be here at uh, Bottle Rocket, our uh, sponsor for the week, you can say. <laughs> <laughs> we love sponsors. Hint, hey, hint. And, and thanks for uh, thanks for finally uh, coming here, Alex, for the first time ever, because you're such a great friend. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we had to pull him this far to go to a beer store just seems But I am buying of. a bunch of stuff, so calm yourself. That's true. There That's true. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for this episode, we have an awesome brewery that we're very, very fortunate to be drinking four cans of tonight. And we are starting off from Great Notion, Strawberry Fluff. So first off. What are your thoughts, Alex, on this fluffy beer? It's so fluffy. <laughs> uh, but no, really, it's... it's so fluffy! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it tastes like a strawberry marshmallow. It really does. Yeah. And it's got a nice, big, fluffy uh, pink, I want to say, llama... <laughs> Though it may be an alpaca, just with a cool haircut. Or a dog. On the can. <laughs> it could be. Slash anything. monkey. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll put the uh, the label on our Instagram. You guys can judge for yourselves. <laughs> so, eight and a half alcohol by volume. Tart ale with strawberry, natural, and artificial flavors. So. Tart is right. Yes. Definitely. There's definitely mm-hmm. a nice tartness yeah. on that. It's making me, making my mouth water. But it's not killer. It's not like right. sting you in no. the... Yeah. Uh, the salivary glands yeah yeah and for a sour i'm not like we always talk about like the warhead face like you're not like like, whoa okay yikes that's the start of a lemon warhead like we're not getting that definitely not it's but it's definitely a sour beer yes Mm -hmm. very and like alex said definitely getting it like like strawberry marshmallow you can tell Mm -hmm. that there's probably you know vanilla whether it's part of that artificial or natural, who knows? Probably but lactose. Lactose, it would definitely see. Yeah, the milk Probably sugar. marshmallows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then again, one of the other ones has marshmallow in it, and they don't say that there's marshmallow in this one. Hmm. Whereas right. the other one, they, they say that there's marshmallow. Very specifically, right. This is, yeah, tart ale with strawberry, natural, and artificial flavors. Now, throwing fluff in the title, that's obviously to get us thinking about fluff that you put on like a peanut butter and fluff sandwich right Mm -hmm. Um, that would make me think that it would be marshmallow immediately which is i mean which i really am tasting absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's delicious it is i really like this beer and they're straight out of portland oregon which i typically the beer i have from there is is deschutes which is very good, but it's been a while since I've had them, pretty much because lately I've just been mostly local stuff. Right, and actually Deschutes doesn't distribute to New York. They're, like, at this point, I think the largest craft beer company that doesn't hmm. distribute their stuff to New York. You can get everything in PA and everything, and it's probably because it's expensive here yeah. with mm-hmm. taxes and, and yeah. duties <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> New York State Plus, taxes. they're all the way out in Oregon, but, yeah. I mean, obviously, Southern California places distribute here all the time. Yeah, um, But... Yeah, I mean, speaking and speaking of distributing to New York, this is actually we got this great notion. Um, you know, for a long time, they've been popular with their sours and their hazy IPAs. You know, all the 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 big you know popular uh, trendy styles. trendy styles. Exactly. Yeah, they do a bunch of adjunct stouts that are really big as well. Um, and you'd have to get it on like beer trading pages and and whatnot uh, through either Beer Advocate or like a Facebook trading group yeah. or something. And this is, these four beers are from the first batch of beers that we got actual distribution from Great Notion into Western New York, into mm-hmm. New York State in general. So really excited to put see what else we're going to start getting from them every once in a while. Yeah, really. I yeah. know it's going to start slow, but I mean, they started off with 
a couple of bangers here and mm -hmm. um, really just excited to see you yeah. know what else is going to come from them interested to try uh, one of their New England styles I just noticed something on the can though and the stamp for the date right above it it says fluff riders anthem <laughs> <laughs> a little uh rough riders reference uh -huh. there i love it yes big dmx awesome. fans out in portland <laughs> <laughs> i'd be more because of my particular taste recently i've been kind of edging away from new england ipas a bit and starting more into getting back into west coast ipas so i think considering they're from oregon We'd probably see some of those as well. Some very West Coast bitter, piney. I know on their like Instagram and their website, they are they specifically highlight their specialty sours, hazy IPAs, and stouts. Gotcha. Now that isn't to say that a hazy IPA can't be bitter, you know, mm -hmm. like a more right. traditional American standard one. But mm. I mean, they're usually not. Get, you know, the the trend has been that people go for hazy ones because they're Softer. Yeah. Easier to drink. Yeah. Less bitter. Um, the one thing I did notice on their website when I looked was that uh, they do say the hazy IPAs, but then they don't say, like, fruited sours or anything like that about their their stouts, too. They're adjunct stouts, but they called it culinary-inspired tart ales and stouts. Hmm. And I was like, that's a very interesting spin on saying heavily fruited sours and <laughs> crazy stouts. <laughs> That's a, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. I'm also getting at the very end, like, of a sip, this, like, hint or a kick of, like, strawberry Jolly Rancher, like, something candy mm -hmm. at the very end. It's super sweet. And I think as much as I enjoy this beer at the wrong, like, right now, I you know, I had dinner. I'm, you know, well-fed and everything. So it's a nice topper to the end of the night. I don't know how much, like, other than a, on a hot day, I don't know how much I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got to crack open some strawberry fluff. I do like it. I'm not saying I wouldn't drink it. I just think timing, like many other beers, timing can be key. We should also mm -hmm. remind everybody of how much Tim hates fruit. Very true. So it's well what, known. What is the fruit? Like there's a, obviously a ton of like strawberry yep. and like fruity tartness to this. Mm -hmm. How much is that affecting how much you like this? <laughs> I do typically like the flavor of strawberries. But the, the thing with me is fruit. It's all about texture. And, so. and, and let me guess, the strawberries with the seeds. Yes. The, ah, it's nasty. Knew it. All right. <laughs> now, both of my kids and my wife love strawberries, but I just, they're in the fridge. I cut them up for the kids and say, here you go. Your kids are more grown up than you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I won't deny that. A also bit. far <laughs> from the first time that we've said that. On this <laughs> Probably not. So going from that, which again, eight and a half percent alcohol by the way never would have guessed no, no way oh god no. that's smooth as hell yeah that i mean that's dangerous you'd be, it'd be dangerous <laughs> to drink that because it, it tastes like drinking a four percenter yeah especially oh, yeah. like goes if tim said it was smooth. on a hot day or something yeah I, a cup with of juice. how much like could probably put a couple of these back right mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and with how much even with how much like milk sugar or and vanilla or whatever it is the, whatever the whatever mm -hmm. that extra sweetness and like savoriness is um it's still surprisingly like refreshing mm -hmm. and would be good like by the pool on a hot day. Yes. Which you usually wouldn't get with something that usually has marshmallow in it, I wouldn't <laughs> think. Right. Yeah. I think there's uh, part of the natural and or artificial flavoring is probably vanilla because vanilla can give you a perception of sweetness. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily make it sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely vanilla or vanilla extract of some sort mm -hmm. in here. Because it is, it is sweet, but it doesn't, like, it's not cloying at all. Right. No, definitely not. It definitely keeps itself as a sour ale. Yeah, for sure. Or tart ale. Tart ale. There you go. <laughs> and now we're going to move on after that with how easy that one was to drink. Yeah. We've got a tart ale with Meyer lemon and strawberry. So, I mean, just call it a strawberry lemonade sour. I'm excited for this one. Hell yeah. Me too. I do love uh, like a pink lemonade. Actually, I just love lemons in general. We know what I think. All right. So this is way more clear of a beer. First thing I noticed. Than the last one. Yeah. yeah. The color of it and the yep. look of it. Absolutely. I wish it was a little more pink, but I know it's very difficult to make it pink. Yeah. Especially being as like clear as it is yeah like if you wanted pink you could have like something that looked like pepto-bismol mm -hmm. and it would not be appealing at all right but i mean just like a 
a nice pinkish hue, but you need a lot of fruit for that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, I I've never gotten there with strawberries. Yeah. And I've used a lot of strawberries in a beer before. Yeah. That strawberry IPA you made a while back was real good. Yeah, and you eventually still get kind of like an amber reddish hue, right? Depending on right. The, yeah. Right. The only thing I've ever gotten red and or slightly pink is my cranberry wheat. And that one that one does kind of as it settles in the keg and everything and clears up a bit after a week or two in the keg, it really does start to turn like a nice bright pinkish red. It's it's kinda pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to you brewing that again. Yeah. It's on tap right now. No. <laughs> I, if my house wasn't torn apart right now, yeah, we'd be <laughs> recording there most likely. <laughs> So, so far, I like it, but it doesn't scream Pink lemonade. lemonade. Thank you for saying that. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm getting, there's definitely, like, you can tell it was based on that. Mm-hmm. To me, it's, to give it a really bad, like, analogy, it's a lot more like when you watch a movie and it's based on a true story. But it's not the true story. <laughs> That's what I'm getting with this beer. Like it's based on pink lemonade, but I'm not getting the tartness. I'm not getting the super sweetness that we got out of this. Maybe maybe we spoil ourselves with the strawberry fluff a bit because that was so sweet and so rich and awesome. And this one is it's still good. This is a good beer, and it's still got the tart to it, and it's mm. definitely really refreshing, especially mm-hmm. how clear and kind of you can definitely tell this is a bit more uh, bubbly, caramel, mm-hmm. yes. more yeah, like carbonated. Sure. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I'm not getting a ton, and, and maybe it's just my palate a little bit, mm. but I don't know. I guess I'll see when I get to the bottom of the glass. <laughs> um, I'm actually getting a little bit of, like, a pith character. Pith, you say? Yeah. I also don't know what a Mayer lemon yeah. is. No one's shocked at that, so I know. It's more of a cooking lemon. A Meyer gotcha. lemon, yeah. yeah. yeah Meyer? Okay, that yeah. explains, yeah, I didn't even know how to say it. It's, uh, yeah, you see it. I mean, I've, I've seen it used in other beer recipes, mm-hmm. and it's definitely something I've seen people use in, like, cakes and... Um, right, like I said, cooking right. lemon. Right, exactly. Who the hell puts lemon in cakes? How about a lemon pound cake? Uh, nor- normal people who enjoy fruit, you psychopath. Who <laughs> don't just go out to eat and order chicken fingers. What do is you, wrong do, with that? Do you eat more <laughs> chicken fingers than your son does? No, probably. Are you sure? Positive. Stop lying. Other, he, no, I made uh, flautas tonight uh, mm. with guacamole and tomato and Ooh, onion and everything. Wow. And chicken fingers. In yeah. them. <laughs> of course. No, and my son had peanut butter and jelly. Okay, so that's not I have more. Either, no, but it's a basic meal. Like I can heat him up a hot dog. Like the three basic we have are peanut butter and jelly, hot dog, or chicken nuggets, or, or Dino nuggets. Those are his, like, I don't want what you're having meals. Gotcha. Yeah. He does like tacos, though. He's a smart kid that way. Yeah, he's definitely smart. Yeah. Tacos are the shit. They but if Laura awesome. ever makes a fruit salad, Tim is the one saying, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want what you're having. That's right. Can I, I get make, dino nuggets? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then the dino nuggets come out that, with the yeah, hot yeah, sauce. <laughs> so that'll be the difference, because I did have him try hot sauce once, and his reaction was pretty awesome. <laughs> he, he, he does the whole, like... That's really good. To, oh my gosh, that's so hot! And I'm like, can I have water? I'm like, you don't want water, bud. I'll get you some milk. Hold on. I also like trying things with my kid that I assume he'll like, and then he he'll pretend to. So like the uh, breakfasts that go to my students, sometimes they don't eat all of it, and all that. it's packaged stuff like cinnamon toast crunch, like pastry things. I'm like, how could this be bad? It's cinnamon toast crunch. It's one of the best cereals in my opinion out there. I do and, love it too. Right. Mm-hmm. And. Um, which is why we had that beer that one time from Froth that was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But um, anyway, so I brought the thing home, and I was like, how bad could this be? The kids all hate it at school. So I tried a bite, and I went, nope, nope, that's why. This is trash. This is, like, pastry trash. What on earth did they do to this? There's no way General Mills signed off on this. And um, so sure enough, I thought, you know what, though? My son will eat anything. I can just put it. He'll, he'll eat it, and he'll love it. And I gave it to him. He's sitting out there but for a snack when he gets home from uh, what well, was daycare at the time. Now he's in kindergarten. And he takes his big bite, and he's chewing away. And I go, you like that, bud? That was a big bite. And he goes, yeah, it's really good. Give it 10 more seconds. He's spitting it out on his plate. And I'm going, hey, you, you said that was really good. What's going on? Yeah, I said that, but it's really not at all. 
And I was like, what? how is that a thing? <laughs> the initial flavor was fine. It's when you actually ate it that it wasn't good. And he just said, no, just throw it out, please. Okay. So at least he knows what's he bad food. He does. Right, yeah. But yeah, the label on this one's interesting. Got a good old pink flamingo on there. Hanging out with a lemon umbrella. I don't know. Pink lemon. So I'm umbrella. about halfway through the glass. And that last one, I definitely got quite a bit more, like lemonade, mm-hmm. pink. Not 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 really pink lemonade, mm-hmm. but tart lemonade with a little bit of something extra. That's definitely coming from the strawberries, I would think. Yeah, and the uh, as yeah, I think as our palates are adjusting to it right now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm getting a little more lemonade also. Um, and it's much more tart than the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, noticeably, my mouth is watering a lot more yeah. than the last one. Yeah. Like, my tongue is feeling attacked almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially now with, with getting towards the bottom and really adjusting to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely got, like, initially, I know I said I'm not getting pink lemonade, but that, that my, my review is changing. The yeah, bite, same. The lemon is getting... More, just more and more tart, and like I can, I almost feel myself like talking differently because of how sour that is. <laughs> like it's not, it's not doing that thing where like it puckers you up and it hits you in the salivary glands, but mm. it's, it's all on my tongue where I'm just like, that's the really sour. It's making my tongue numb. Like it's, it's that's getting sour. That uh, that pithy character that I was getting to, I'm not getting it as much anymore, and I'm thinking it's because of that tartness. See, and mm. when you were saying pithy, I was almost I was getting more like almost rindy, but very specifically lemon rind. Whereas, like mm. you know, in beers you can get like grapefruit rind and other like kind of yeah. like essence of that from the hops. This was very specifically like lemon, like uh, an expressed yeah the le- zest a lemon zest exactly yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's definitely contributing to the sourness as well, because if, I mean, if you've ever had lemon zest directly on your tongue, it's... But, like, Ugh. when I think of lemon zest, <laughs> I think bright. And I don't get bright Which this is out not. of this. You're right. No. You're right. Both of these have been very refreshing, though. So if you're looking for a brewery that'll give you a beer that you can just sit, chill, open up, definitely. maybe have three or four, and then realize when you try and stand up that you're, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but Though this one, not nearly as bad. This one's no. only five and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this so. would definitely be poolside beer. Yep. Easily. Yeah. Like, so, oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, I could definitely see that poolside. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Hells yeah. Yeah. I mean, we only shared one can here, and that whole glass, if it was hot out poolside, that whole glass would have gone down in one gulp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real fast. Mm-hmm. Real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Oh, yeah. And um, as we move on, we definitely we have some more tart ales, <laughs> but I'm thinking they're going to not be nearly as sour as some of those because we've got some heavy fruited stuff coming up. So uh, looking forward to watching Tim squirm <laughs> <laughs> as we talk about the fruit that I don't eat or how I like even a blueberry muffin I will stray away from. Uh, even with like all the so sugar sad. on top and like just give me a, a chocolate muffin. chip muffin. It's better. Uh, <laughs> so sad. So That's sad. Out, my friend. I'm really sure blueberry I am. swirl bagel. Like really? No. Ne- what? Uh. I've had one. Didn't like it. <laughs> you ever had the cinnamon crunch bagels at Panera? They're fantastic. This is not a commercial for them because you're overpriced. I haven't. But. <laughs> oh, it's well, like cinnamon toast crunch us on a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Jerk. Now we got to stick with Bottle Rocket as a sponsor. <laughs> oh, jam. So the next one that we are drinking is called Jammy Pants, and it is a tart ale brewed with boysenberry, marionberry, and blueberry. And Alex, a marionberry is? Uh, it is a cross, bet- it's a couple different varieties of blackberries. Okay. It's a quiz show? No, I just know that he Googled it before the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and boysenberries are English raspberries, English blackberries. Uh, what was the other one? Loganberries? Loganberries, and then there was another one. Of course Logan would say that. Which I'm pretty sure Loganberries are actually a cross of blackberries and, and raspberries. raspberries as well. Yep. So 
So it's this just is a, just like a whole bunch of blackberries and raspberries. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say cross-pollination, but Alex he beat me to it. Look at them jammy pants on here, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one hell of a, some a can great, art. That's a great label. <laughs> huge, huge fucking pants. A guy just hiding in a filled. whole bunch of berries and <laughs> in a pair of big old pants. He's jammed in those pants. He jammed in those pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going for. The can art for this brewery, Great Notion, is pretty fantastic, though, I will say. And I have to agree. I also thought two of these berries were made up. But now that they know that they're cross-pollination, or fucking berries, I can we just call them that? Banging berries. Banging berries. Banging berries. Shagging berries. <laughs> but um, it definitely <laughs> makes sense that they're not straight up. Like You don't just find which, those standards. Yeah, which, I mean, technically, that does mean they are made up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. like, yes. just fucking made them. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you can say the same thing about a lot of hop varieties that are out there. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, true. crossbred. Yeah. That actually brings up a question on these. Hmm. Alex, being the brewer, what kind of hops do you think are being used in these? Considering they're huh. they're calling it an ale. Hmm. Uh, and so, being a beer, I would imagine technically they would have to have hops in it to be considered an ale, right? To be considered um, a, a, a not necessarily be, to be considered a beer. Uh, not necessarily even to be considered a beer. Really? Um, I don't think there's any stipulation here in America that you have to add hops to a beer in order to call it a beer. Um, this this really comes down to how do they brew it? How do they get the, the sourness in there? Are they using lactobacillus, pediococcus? Are they using different bacteria to get that? Or are they relying upon a lot of the acidity from the fruit? That's left over when they add all that in, right. when all the yeast actually ferments it out. They, if they call this, these, I mean, they are calling them an ale, so I'm going to say that they're using some kind of ale yeast. I'm going to guess that they're all kettle sours, um, but that is I just pure speculation. I would assume that too, though, yeah. Um, and with a kettle sour, you can do, uh, you can actually add hops to accent certain characters. See, and that's interesting that you say that because there's, um, I'm trying to think, I think it's Prairie that does those um, Rainbow Sherbet beer. Oh, yeah. And, and they actually, uh, and there's another one that they do. I, I can't remember what it's called. But they usually bring them out about the same time. Uh, on their label, they don't call it a beer, a lager, an ale, anything like that. Uh, they, they call it, uh, I think they call it like a malt beverage. Hmm. And I know that there's very specifically there is no hops. There are no hops used in either of those beers, and they get it, and it's all like specifically, it's all sugars and malt um, to get those and artificial flavors to get those, you know, those very sweet candy like flavors. That may also be a state thing. Okay. In what they have to call it based off of alcohol percentage. Okay. Because I know there are some stipulations like that where, based off the alcohol, depending on where you are, there's certain alcohol quantities that if you pass, you are no longer a beer. Now you have to call it a malt beverage. Well, and see those, and those I believe are only. I mean, those are pretty low. I probably have one on the shelf, actually. Hang on. Okay, he only so eats I it in the fall. I don't <laughs> have one of those prairie beers here, but I, I, that was something that I noticed that was interesting that I thought maybe. Might possibly be in the same, you know, situation here where they're calling it an ale, so maybe they used hops, maybe they, excuse me, maybe they didn't, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, when it comes down to anything that's labeled ale or lager, um, it really comes down to the type of yeast. yeast. Right, right. What do you got that you're looking at over there, Tim? (laughs) All right. some brew news for us? We do, we do. So, it's not quite beer news, but it certainly is relevant. So... Recently, as of, well, today, November 16th, uh, Hawaiian Stream started smelling like beer, uh, which I don't see that as a problem. That sounds like a fantastic problem to have. Which Cannon Creek smelled like that instead. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, But, in fact, it had a 1.2% ABV, and they were trying to figure out, it looks like um, it was was on the island of Oahu, and uh, as I said that wrong, Oahu, my bad. <laughs> that's, that's that's that kind of like fell out of your mouth. It did. <laughs> it's the boys it's and berries. It's the tartness. It's the boys and berry. It's just messing with me. But um, they sent all sorts of people out there to check it out and see where it was coming from, why this is happening. And the article itself from Food and Wine even says it's about, you know, half its way to a Budweiser anyway. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, it is it. enough to get yourself to a, a light, a slight buzz. It said if you drink the water of the stream, which I don't typically make a habit of drinking streams, at least not in Western New York. Um, but it, they said it smelled like a brewery had been closed for three to four days, and you opened the door, and all the stale beer smell just got out. That's what the whole area smelled like. Oh, that sounds hmm. terrible. Yeah. So that wasn't like in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, if I smell a nice, you know, hay burner-ish smell in an area, I'm gonna be like, yeah. this is awesome. Where's my beer? I don't think they hopped the river. No, no. it must not have. That's a beginner's mistake. But apparently, they did trace it back to a place called Paradise Beverages which is Hawaii's largest distributor of alcoholic beverages and has a warehouse in the vicinity, but they can't pinpoint like wh- how the spill happened or where it actually came from in the warehouse. Just <laughs> that it was, it got into the water and into the stream and surprise you got alcoholic streams. Wild. I know. I was hoping for a much like, cooler version of that where like there was some kind of bacteria in the water oh, yeah. that was fermenting, fermenting. Yeah. Oh. you just have a natural stream of beer yeah like, exactly that would be wild how amazing that would, would yeah. really give credence to that like fake but possibly true quote from ben franklin that beer is proof that god wants god. us yeah. to be happy yeah. <laughs> like that would literally be Finally, evidence he invented of that. it on his own now <laughs> exactly <laughs> now god's just making beer in the island of wahoo <laughs> <laughs> move to paradise you'll have beer flowing everywhere even out of the volcano? No, don't drink that. <laughs> the other piece of news, which is relevant uh, more specifically to beer and breweries, is that Bell's Brewery is selling to New Belgium's parent company, Lion. And Larry Bell, I, who I believe is their CEO or the owner, is set to retire. In a blockbuster deal that will make the Kieran-owned Lion Little World Beverages the fifth largest conglomerate uh, brewery ownership in the world. Fifth largest. Wow. It's pretty big. Look at that. I do like several Bell's beers. I mean, most of what I've had. I mean, they're the, the two-hearted. You really can't go wrong. Right. That's like the staple pale ale you can just pick up and go, you know what? This is fantastic IPA. every time I drink it. Over, Oberon every single oh, yeah. every single summer. Hop Slam. Hop Slam. Hop Slam. In the late summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. And which comes out at like 10% now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's a monster. And you <laughs> just don't even know this because it's so sweet and delicious. You know what, though? With Two Hearted, like, I feel like that's been kind of a gateway for a lot of us. Absolutely. Ab- yep. Yeah. Because Bell's is already pretty big to begin with. They right. Have yeah. a long, they have a large reach. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they can't, I mean, they're from Michigan, right? So yeah. I mean, they yeah. came over here. You know, probably sooner than they were in a lot of the rest of the country. But nonetheless, mm. like, yeah, definitely two-hearted. I like you said, Alex is probably a, a good gateway for a lot of people. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is that good, like Westy type of it's IPA. It's a good traditional yeah. American IPA. Yeah, yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's all Centennial hops. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent Centennial hops. And hmm. Centennial is one of my favorite hops that I use in a lot of my IPAs. Because it's just really, really bright, grapefruit, uh, citrus. It's just really nice, and it's cheap. So you can use it as a nice accent to a lot of other hops. And I remember, um, you know, when I was first getting into craft beer, that being a pretty popular hop in the American IPA styles. And Mm -hmm. I was drinking a lot of stuff from Southern Tier that was coming out. Um, uh, You know, uh, they did the the Gemini and... um, Oh, Gemini, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then, it was a lot of the sea hops, the Centennial, Centennial Cascade, Cascade. Those uh, were, yeah. Chinook, uh, Columbus, anything, Citra. Anything with, at the time, anything with Cascade is what I was looking for because mm-hmm. it had such a nice, like, it was citrusy, grapefruity, rindy, mm-hmm. yep. still bitter. Um, that was it was a big one in their unearthly that Southern Tier did. Yeah. Which was oh, I loved unearthly. That was a huge beer <laughs> for me uh, when I was when I was younger. They brought it back. It definitely it, to me it mm. doesn't taste the same. Obviously, things my tastes have probably changed a little bit. And oh, it course. had been ten Absolutely. years at least since I had one. But mm. um, and I'm sure bringing it back, they retooled the recipe a little bit. Right, I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely, brought it up to date with what people are drinking now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but I definitely remember that. Just I mean, that was what I would drink constantly. Would be bombers of of the uh, what do we just say? Unearthly, unearthly. unearthly thank yeah. you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it only came always, in a bomber. Right. It was always those twenty-two. Yeah. yeah. Now they're in four four packs of twelve-ounce bottles. Yeah. And now we don't. We really don't get a lot of bombers anymore. You don't. No. I know. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. 
I used yeah. to have displays. Like I had the shelf in my basement literally had a spot where I'd put all the empty bombers. Because I was that guy that collected all the interesting craft beer bottles and put them all along the wall. And then after a while, when, you know, cans become the flavor of the day and still are because it's a great way to get beer mm-hmm. out there. Um, I just went, oh, we're, there's nothing. I have nothing to put up here. It's just uh, except for the en- even the enjoy buys I used to get. These cans look cool now, though. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was but I the same way in college. Anymore. I mean, especially being going to Fredonia <laughs> and so much distribution uh, so close from Southern Tier and mm-hmm. EBC, like the bombers. It was just our entire window in our in our apartment was different Southern <laughs> Tier bombers <laughs> yep. from throughout the season. You know, with the Blackwater Stout series, which they oh, mostly, yeah. which oh, they yeah. mostly do in twelve ounce bottle four packs yep. now. Yep, and they've even started canning and doing like nitro versions in cans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, to the the unearthly and the Gemini's and the other IPAs that they would do during the summer, and then the uh, pump kings obviously were always in, in the big twenty two. Oh, I love Warlock. And um, I didn't have one this year. Actually. It was just we had Warlock on draft here. You should have stopped by. I, I have to say though, the uh, nitro cold brewed pumpkin, mm-hmm. I kind of love it. Oh yeah, I kind of love right. it. <laughs> I love Danny cold brewed coffee though. <laughs> And oh, he's seen me drink many of them. Oh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't do anything. I, not I won't say not anything, but s- stuff with coffee like that is just it's. I, I don't drink coffee, so yeah, me either. It's tough for me. I'm actually getting a uh, nitro set up on my uh, on my kegerator, so I can actually do a cold brewed coffee, and just like with whatever kind of flavors I want, and I'm gonna have a small uh, two gallon keg of it in there on nitro. Then hmm. that's the cool thing about nitro coffee, though, is that like you don't have to add a lot of cream, any cream or sugar or anything right. like that, because the nitrogen really adds that creaminess. Yeah, to that it. body that you're yeah. looking for. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That would um, be cool. Doing that, and then uh, after messing around with seltzers over the summer, uh, realizing that hey, you can just pitch yeast into sugar water and get alcohol water. Okay. So <laughs> hard cold brews coming. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, some interesting stories coming out of the brew news lately. Yeah. And actually, I want to go visit that stream in uh, Oahu. <laughs> <laughs> One, One more reason to try and convince your wife to right. go to Hawaii. One thing much. on that company, though, that uh, um, the parent company of all of it, mm-hmm. not only uh, not only with uh, Bells, but they also own they also own Brooklyn. No. Oh. And I like I Four that. Roses Distillery, pretty big conglomerate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they said it's um, kind of a way for Larry Bell's going to retire, and the company's still going to remain what it is. Not a whole lot's going to—it seems like a lot of these, like, I don't want to call them takeovers, but they do try and let the brewery still do their thing, which yeah. is obviously good. I, I mean, I, you like to hear that, like, okay, there's still going to be like, that creative force is still going to be there. They're not just going to become this big macro setup, and like, you'd hope they wouldn't. But, um, like, even the— I. Like New Belgiums, they're still pumping up in this ad. They're in this news article. Their one million barrel threshold is going to be surpassed with this IPA heavy Voodoo Ranger franchise. I haven't really loved a ton of that. Voodoo Ranger? Yeah. It's not bad. It's just nothing I'm going to do. They have so many different varieties that they're doing throughout the year now. Mm -hmm. Um, I do remember a couple of years ago at one of the uh, Every Time I Die Christmas shows. There was one of the varieties of the Voodoo Ranger. Mm. I wish I could remember which one. I can't remember because I had twelve of them. <laughs> um, was that the one where you so kept surprising good. me with random beer? Was yeah. that that eats to the yeah, season? Be, yes, because <laughs> Blue Light was five fifty and one of these was six bucks. And I'm like, okay, I'll take these all night long. <laughs> and it, it was great. That so. was the the craziest to the season I think I'd bet. Well, I mean, because they didn't used to be called to the season, but. Like, out of all the Christmas shows, just randomly, run, like, I, you and I, like, walked in, I felt like, together, and then we'd lost each other several times, and then whenever I saw you, it was, hey, here, have this! And well, I was so, like, I can't, because right. if I remember correctly, that was probably 2017, so that was the Possibly? first year that they did it at Riverworks. Okay, then that would have been, I, I went 2018. Okay, so maybe it was 2018. Yeah. But it was, and every year that they've done it, it's just been bigger and bigger. And oh, it's yeah. It's a total blast. It's and awesome. Can't done, wait. They've done a collaboration, um with Barrier Brewing Company mm-hmm. down in New York every year to do like a different like every time I die beer 
Thin Man um, gets involved too now. Some of them were a lot, of, and they were a lot of fun. They're nice. really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you would get to these shows, and that beer would just be sold out. If, oh, yeah. if you weren't there within the first half hour, mm-hmm. like if you weren't the first, some of the first people to the, beer, <laughs> to the bar, they were just gone. People were grabbing like two and or ten dollars a can because it's retail. It's at the bar, you know, and obviously, <laughs> you know, people are going to want it. So, yeah. I but do. it goes, man, because they do a good beer. Barrier is a great brewing company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they are. They do some yeah. great stuff. And I also cool like when when other yeah. breweries are fans of bands and they throw their names into different like beer names. For example, like the the beer that sank Atlantis from Community Beer Works was a really good dark IPA, and uh, I love the reference to map change from low teens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a style we don't get enough of. It's Black not. IPAs. It's also not one that I particularly love, but not a lot of people like them. Yeah, well, yeah. I never search it out, but whenever I see one on tap somewhere, always I will try always it. try yeah. it. Always try it. Some times they're really good. Mm-hmm. There, and actually, that brings me back to Southern Tier. That was the first they. I can't. They years ago they did one. I wish I could remember what it was called. Um, that was fantastic. And it was the first time I'd ever tried it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I like Black IPAs now. <laughs> and then barely had any since then. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. You're right. It's not a popular style. Yeah, iniquity. Iniquity. Yes. Yeah. Great beer. It is. I do now that I'm seeing the bottle art. I it was in the, as we were just talking about before the the bomber style bottle. Um, that was one that I really enjoyed, and probably was one of my first black IPAs because Southern Tier. I mean, like you brought up Fredonia, like that was my huge branch out into craft beer. Started with things like Magic at number nine. And then going into Southern Tier, like I had a buddy. A fruit would, beer. Yeah. <laughs> His <laughs> first, first like craft beer. Actually, no, your first craft beer was a Sam Adams cherry wheat, oh, wasn't shut it? Shut up! You had to fruit. remember that. God fruit. Damn cherry wheat. Yep. <laughs> Which what, what got him into what got him into beer? He's actually been lying this whole time. He <laughs> loves fruit. He leaves here. And he goes home and eats handfuls of strawberries and blueberries. <laughs> I've just got that. The raspberries and blackberries. He loves the seeds. He really loves the seeds. I just eat out of that (laughs) all night. All right. Moving on to berries, we got one (laughs) last beer here that we are going to crack into from Great Notion. And uh, this is going to be a doozy. Double Blueberry Marshmallow Shake. (laughs) Immediate smell of blueberry pie out of that can. Oh, my God. So the old gentleman on this can would tell you that the double blueberry marshmallow shake from Great Notion is another old gentleman with his body shoved into pants full of berries and marshmallows. And I think we'd all agree this literally smells like if your grandma was making blueberry pie and just took your face and shoved it in it. That is what you are smelling when you just open this can. I actually want my face shoved in a blueberry pie right now. I know. <laughs> I'm going to dream of getting my face shoved in blueberry pie. <laughs> Just drink more of this beer. Okay, so Sounds I Sounds like you're twisting in our arms. Yeah, right. Wow. So, hmm. I actually get blueberry pie. And it's like it was made with like a marshmallow whipped cream topping. Whipped cream. Yeah. There's definitely whipped cream to mm-hmm. it. I mean, they, yeah. so they they say right on the label, tart ale mm-hmm. with blueberries, natural and artificial flavors. But in the name is double blueberry marshmallow shake. Hmm. So it's not. It tastes a little bit like marshmallow afterwards now, but it's it's definitely it's like a whipped cream topped blueberry mm-hmm. pie just without. It's got such a creamy mouthfeel. Oh yeah, especially for like, and it's and it's pretty opaque, but but it's not thick. It doesn't mm-hmm. look thick. It doesn't like feel thick, but it it definitely feels <clears throat> like like a, I mean, like that like blueberry like compote like thickness that you would like right inside of a pie. And one thing I have noticed about all of these so far is the fact that they are fruited sours and normally when you get a fruited sour these days you roll that can around or you just get to the end of the can and it's just gunk coming out a lot of the times and i personally am not a fan of that because i don't i don't like the mouthfeel of it i'd rather drink my beer as a beer and have all that flavor to begin with yeah the ones that have that feel like they have real fruit shoved into the can with right yeah unfiltered 
Right. And none of these have that, and I'm loving it. And I've been surprised every time that we've poured one of these that we get to the end of the can and there isn't the, you know, the beer doesn't thicken up, it doesn't mm-hmm. darken up, and you're not pouring that out at the end of the can. Right. Absolutely. And it's, you're right, I, I, I've been expecting it in every single one. We haven't gotten it at all, and it's all been fantastic. Mm-hmm. It also means that all that's getting left in their fermenter and bright tank, and I want to know who the hell has to clean that. <laughs> Not Considering it. some of the other beers that I've seen them do, like they're used to it at this point. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> that guy gets paid plenty, <laughs> I'm sure. This is I'm really happy we saved this to last because damn. Now I, but now I'm looking at the guy who doesn't like fruit and considering how fucking fruity this beer is, you're making some <laughs> weird faces over there tasting this. <laughs> it's got a really unique flavor to it and Obviously, you guys fruit. know I don't. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fruit, yeah. But no, like even it reminds me of like I'm not big into wine, and but my wife has brought home several that are like very fruit forward, like beyond grapes. Like there's other strawberry or blueberries to it, and it reminds me of a blueberry wine, but more beer. Like I'm not getting like there's definitely like when you taste a blueberry wine, it's super smooth. There's not the huge amount of car- there's no obviously there's no carbonation, but this just has that, like, again, I obviously, knowing my dislike of the fruits, I don't enjoy blueberry pie, but this makes me wish that I enjoyed blueberry pie. It's, it's that good of a beer. That that's what I'm thinking. Hmm. So, I don't know why I just, this just hit me, but blueberry pie, but I almost want to go, like, they threw a hint of smoke in here. Like a blueberry cobbler that was, like, made in a... Uh, like a Dutch oven it's got type like thing. a little bit yeah. of like char to the, yeah. the gr- or a little burnt burnt sugar or something like yeah. that. That yeah. would be oh, yeah. so good. Because hmm. I uh, yeah, as I get down to the bottom of this glass, I'm definitely getting it more like it's it's more tart, it's more sharp, and but it's also like so it seems so sugary that mm-hmm. it's that it's almost Rich. like it's the sugar that's kind of like that's really hitting my tongue so hard because it, it's there's definitely something that. A lot of people say they don't like sours because that gives them heartburn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get that even though I take pills for heartburn. And like I don't know why it's doing that, but it's it's rich, like you said, yeah. Yeah, it's it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're out of all four of these beers, I'm going to say myself probably still favorite. I I really like that strawberry fluff. Um, which is, I never thought, there's a sentence you never thought you'd put together. Um, Especially Kibler. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, between this one and the double blueberry we're drinking now, I have a hard time picking a favorite. And that's nothing against the other two. I did enjoy the pink lemonade and the jammy pants, but this one's definitely special, and that strawberry one was also very good. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. This, this is a special beer, yeah. This is really good. Yeah, um, between the uh, strawberry fluff and uh, and this one, uh, my two favorites, and I can't really decide on one, one or the other. Mm-hmm. Do you um, have an original thought? <clears throat> the uh, the jammy pants, uh, I liked it, but it was just a lot, but not like I don't know. There wasn't like a cohesive thought to it right. in my head. There's too many fucking fruits. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like oh well we're gonna take nineteen different varieties of berries and we're gonna breed them all and throw it in a beer. Didn't we? If I recall, we had an episode of a podcast where we did a beer that we compared to the Oops All Berries Captain Crunch, right? Because that came to mind again with that beer here. I remember doing that. I forgot. I couldn't tell you which episode we had, but it definitely was a fruit beer, and we were like, "This is like Captain Crunch Oops All Berries," and that's also what I thought of with that jammy pants. The child always brings up. Cereal. Cereal. <laughs> it's very relevant. Like, I'm even thinking back to that stupid idea we had when we were still doing our little uh, video offshoot. Oh, um, oh when where we, we had the, yes. The, beer. the Lucky Charms the Lucky beer. Charms <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah. Over Lucky Charms. Uh, I have some more of that in the cooler <laughs> if anybody wants some. It I do like, like the I've beer. Got, I've got yeah. The beer was I've, good. I've got Chucky Larms in, in the cooler right now at Bottle Rocket. Uh, my Come cousin, my cousin brought one of those over uh, not too long ago. Oh no, no, it was a different <laughs> one from them. Um, it was a brown ale from them, 
And it was really good, mm. and it totally reminded me of that. And I was just like, oh. If I remember back in Ireland, which I definitely that was, it was that, that was a horrible idea. It oh was. yeah, well, I couldn't no, believe it was it was a great idea. idea. Yeah. It, was it was horrible great. execution because yeah. it just doesn't didn't do I, it. It I just did not just, work. I couldn't believe we all kept a straight face doing that <laughs> for, for all, like a did. minute. Like for a, minute, like a whole yeah. minute, With how bad it. that tasted. <laughs> that was that was one of the worst things I've ever put yeah, in my mouth. It was really bad. Terrible thing. Oh god, yeah. I still have that video somewhere. Yeah. I think it's on our Instagram yeah, somewhere, oh yeah. isn't yeah, it? Probably. <laughs> it probably is. That. that was shared for the world to Though see. Though it was cut off right before we all freaked out. And <laughs> <spun it> all. <laughs> we like, Animaniacs playing in the background. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. That was a fun time. Yeah. Well, now that we're reminiscing, it's time to, to close this out. And yes. how we usually do with a, uh, what have you been drinking? So, uh, Tim, I'm just looking at you so you can go first. Uh, lately, I've been enjoying the this. I don't know if it's how new it is, but Big Ditch has had a series called Beer That Tastes Like Beer. Um, and in the season that it was, in the end of uh, September, early October, I did try their Beer That Tastes Like Beer Oktoberfest, which was very good. And it's for me, it was a nice flashback because mm-hmm. I used to be really into that style of beer. And maybe it was just, like we've talked about several times, this overdoing it of sours and especially tonight, um, and New England IPAs that I've been in this mode to like go back to what I really loved about beer to start with, and that was your Oktoberfest beers, the Marets and the, the West Coast IPAs that I used to have all the time. And so when they came out with the beer that tastes like beer, West Coast IPA, I showed up the day it came out to grab that, and I now have a second four-pack of that in my fridge um, that is it's just delicious. And I wanted to personally thank Matt Kahn, who we've had on the show, uh, so we, call, we can call him a good friend of the show, I think. Um, and uh, Friend. I don't know about good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. A friend of the show, Matt Kahn. I wanted to thank him personally and his crew for making that beer because it was, as he, I think he posted on the Buffalo Beer Geeks thing, that for those that are thirsting for a West Coast, it should meet that for you. And it did for me. It was fantastic. Alex, what about you? Um, haven't really been drinking too many, uh, too many beers that aren't my own. Been brewing a lot uh, recently, and uh, nothing, wrong, nothing with wrong with that. <laughs> but on the similar vein, uh, beer that tastes like beer. Uh, I brewed an Oktoberfest. I brewed a Bach, um, a very light drinking Harvest Ale um, that turned out more like a Pilsner almost, uh, with fresh hops grown in one of my friend's backyards. Um, yeah, just uh, trying to keep it light and simple, and just delicious. Hmm. Nice, cool. I, um, you'd be surprised what I'm going to say, considering uh, how much beer I'm surrounded by here at, at Bottle Rocket every week. Um, but you know, what I've really gotten into is something that came out a month or so ago is, uh, Genesee's new, uh, Cran Orange Keller beer. And I have been drinking cases of that (laughs) so this is in the same line as their ruby red kolsch which is obviously very very popular and delicious and this is a new keller beer which is uh in the most basic sense uh, an unfiltered lager Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. um and it is a (laughs) it's so good i think (laughs) i like it more than the ruby red kolsch which is really interesting it's really saying something we and i've had a case uh, or six at home, and <laughs> uh, we had it on draft here at at Bottle Rocket, and I had it on draft, and it's absolutely delicious, and it's just, it's so refreshing, and it is fruity, obviously, but it's still full bodied, and it's not the that crazy amount of like carbonation that the the Ruby Red Colch can have, yeah, um, which is obviously comes with the style a little bit, but um, yeah, it was it's. Delicious, and I have been hmm. drinking a ton of that. When I first saw somebody uh, like sneak preview the fact that they were going to be doing something like this, I was like, "Oh, well, that sounds like uh, might be a good attempt." That's cute. Whatever. Yeah, it's delicious. Hmm. It is delicious, and definitely, it's not a beer that tastes like beer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of what you guys have been doing. So I, uh, so I did see that, and I was actually wondering how good it was, and I want to try it, but at the same time, I'm a little disappointed. Because I heard they're discontinuing the Schwartz beer hmm. and replacing it with that. Oh. oh, 
I didn't. I, I did not hear that. No. Very disappointed when I heard that. I don't know how huh. popular their Schwartz beer was because obviously they came out. So they came out with Oktoberfest at the same time. So obviously they're continuing their very well, popular. Their Oktoberfest is so good. Yeah, it's their Oktoberfest is very delicious. Very popular. It's very yeah. still very in stores good. right now. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking at six cases of it yeah, right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, and they'll, they'll obviously still be doing uh, their Bach movie mm. coming mm. out. Because that's very delicious and that's very very popular as well. Um, but yeah, Schwartz so it'll be big. interesting to see what else they do in this new, um, you know, kind of specialty line like they've been doing with the um, ruby red Kolsch, now the cran orange. They did the strawberry lemonade cream ale. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what else they can they can come up with. Whether it's not until next summer again or if they do something seasonally now. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the guys I tailgate with for the. Uh, for Bills games, he lives right down the street from Genesee, and so every now and then he'll just bring like a whole growler of something random from their tap room. That's like tap room exclusive. The one time nice. it was a cherry almond scotch ale. Oh, and I was like, well, one for a Bills game, probably not the best choice, <laughs> but you know, bring it on. I mean, you live only live once, right? So. Yeah. T- saying this like as the guy who used to start my tailgate with a ten fifty, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Oscar but it actually was very very delicious, and this was before the ruby red Kolsch even came out, right? Mm. Yeah, okay. and so like I was like, interesting. It's cool to see that they're experimenting, experimenting. with these new yeah. things and well, trying to the push ruby, their the their ruby brewery red further. Kolsch was never supposed to be what it is, right? It was know, probably was so, a one off that they were like, wow, okay, like, look this, at the small this is really good that they made, and they ran immediately because mm-hmm. people were going berserk over it yep. and it's and people now still do everywhere. every year so it's everywhere and i love it oh yeah <laughs> i do too yeah there is still so try then try the grand orange color yeah. because it's it, it's it's up there man yeah i'll definitely yeah. have to one small i probably have a ton at my house if you want to stop by <laughs> one small delight we I can walk there right now we could <laughs> you could one small delight i had was going through my fridge because i had had one whatever Last gathering we had at my house, and it was my wife's birthday. Some some occasion we had before the end of summer, and I had to. Ha- I got myself a pack, a couple packs of the uh, Ruby Red, and then recently I was going through the fridge, and in the back of the one like meat drawer where I just kind of shoved the last few that were like left in the cooler at the end of the party, there's one more can left of Ruby Red in my fridge. It's always <laughs> nice to find that. It, yeah, is. it is. However, it's like, when do I drink it? Because it's the last one. Like, ASAP, because you don't know when right? it's actually going to turn and start going bad. I know I should. but It's in I, the can. It's fine. Right? In yeah, but it's so that's damn that's delicious. Just yeah, enjoy right. it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I should just pound it tonight. Why not? All right. Well, this has been great, guys. A nice return uh, with a new brewing company in town. Great notion. The first time that they've distributed their stuff out here. Um, and uh, thanks to Bottle Rocket for allowing us to, to be here and hang out. Yes, thank um, you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, so Until follow next us time. on Instagram. We're on YouTube and um, a bunch of other places to get the podcast. Cheers. 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 Can you tell I don't normally do the outro?